Facebook and fake news. We've got an update on uh, their battle against face, fake news. Back with us, Sarah Fryer, technology reporter at Bloomberg News from our Bloomberg 960 studio uh, in San Francisco. What's going on here, Sarah? Facebook has been trying for the last few months to figure out what is it that would help their users not want to spread misleading content more virally. And one of the things they've come up with is working with fact-checker organizations like Snopes and PolitiFact to try and uh, partner with them and add those stories right by the stories that people think are, are misleading. Um, and then people will be able to see right there whether they're true or not. Now, um, the company has been enhancing this effort by deciding to automatically flag if it thinks a story might be false over to the fact checkers. So basically when um, when people are, are commenting on it, like I think this is fake or if um, if there are certain certain clues that they get in terms of how people react to the news, then they might have this uh, this automatic sending to Snopes and PolitiFact and all those guys to see if they want to fact check it right then and there, and then they would display the fact check, uh, you know, rumor checker right below the story on the newsfeed. And this is an algorithm that they've actually a software algorithm that they've created, Facebook. That is, right, right. So, so they're trying to understand the. Ways that people, uh, you know, find out if a story is fake and and flag it to the fact checkers before it goes viral on the network. All right, interesting. Is this? I mean, how bad has it gotten in terms of fake news at, at Facebook? Well, around the presidential election of Donald Trump, the company was very widely criticized for a lot of stories that just went incredibly viral on the platform. One of the more famous ones is a false report that the Pope endorsed the president. I do remember that. <laughs> right, which is completely untrue. And, uh, you know, it just got completely uh, viral on, on the site. And so after the election, a lot of people blamed Facebook for having a misinformed public. You know, people thought that, that things were true that just weren't true. And in the way Facebook is designed, you know when you click on a story and mm -hmm. you go to the website and all sorts of pop-up ads come at you and everything's a little bit, there's some bad grammar and you kind of get uh, a sense, oh, this is probably not a real thing. Right. On Facebook, everything looks the same. It all has the same font. It all has the same presentation. So it's a lot easier to... Uh, not be able to differentiate a report by the New York Times from a report by an unknown site. And there are some sites that were creating false URLs that made them look like they were ABC News, but they weren't really ABC News. And so um, there are some things that Facebook has realized that it can do after, of course, first they deny that they had any problems. Well, this um, is well, it's interesting. Eventually. Well, it's interesting, Sarah, that if they've got kind of an upgraded algorithm, so maybe something was wrong with the previous one, right? Right, but you know, they didn't really prioritize it back then because it, they thought, "Oh, this is just such a small percentage of the total content on Facebook." Zuckerberg was saying it would just be crazy to think that this had any impact on the election. And then he stopped and reflected and thought, "Well, but we do want our users to be informed, because if they're not informed, then how can they possibly relate to one another? And and this is part of his new goal for Facebook at large, is to 
uh, quote, bring the world closer together. So he wants people to yeah. to have empathy for each other. And, and how do you get empathy if you all have different facts? Is this enough for, I guess, the critics of Facebook who, you know, is Facebook taking enough responsibility or is it just saying, hey, algorithm, you take care of it. And and maybe our, our fact checkers will then, you know, kind of make some kind of decision. Is it enough for some of the critics who are concerned about um, the growth, if you will, and sharing of fake news? Well, there are so many pitfalls here. So, so one problem that Facebook has is um, they can't appear biased because if they appear biased, then people mm-hmm. will um, then people will shut it off, right? Um, they'll they'll just decide right. not to consume news on the platform. Right. And the the second problem is um, some people, if they're told by an authority figure to not read something they're going to be more likely to read it. And so there was a great report in The Guardian recently that showed um, that a lot of these sort of conspiracy theorist sites uh, or groups on Facebook that saw articles that had Facebook's new, uh, this article may be misleading or this article has been flagged, right. um, and that they were saying, you know, Facebook is trying to silence us. Share, share, share. Right? And right. and so I think that... that for as much information as Facebook has about how people interact with one another, sometimes the role of these products can be a little naive, actually. Yeah, it's a delicate dance, that's for sure. Sarah Fryer, thank you so much. Technology reporter at Bloomberg News from our 960 studio in San Francisco.